I have, I have some experience selling very high level ones, and, and um, of course you do. You're bad. Bad. Yeah. Um, you But um, on the CEO marketplace, we've had some pretty good success. I don't know how many different extensions we sell, but we do sell quite a few of them, and uh, many of them go over a couple thousand. But but we've had we've had some in the six figure range. But. Um, you know, it's great to be saying dot com has been around a long time, dot com is still king, probably over what we came Some of the, you know, I, I think the last number I heard was 2,000 new extensions. My feeling has been all along, even before they came out, that perhaps 25 would make it big, and most won't make it for very long. It's just too many. Has any gone there? <coughs> a few. Yeah. Oh, there have? Yeah, some of them just came. Within the last several months. Didn't go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, there was some looking on launch. I think .ceo. Did you do all that great? A couple thousand registrations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we can use some more. How about now? Okay. Uh, yeah, .ceo. He didn't do that great. .rich. He didn't do so much. I, I don't recall the ones that didn't make it, guys. Uh, have you sold anything? Um, I don't think so. Uh, we sold token.xyz for, I think it was 15 or 16,000. Um, I think that was the only one I sold. Um, we've tried to broker some of the bigger ones, a few dollar mines. Um, I think, I think it's just too early for the aftermarket, you know, I think, um, you know, it's, it's, it's very early. I, I think it's too early for anybody to really uh, assess judgment. I think, you know, there's some that just, in my mind, don't make any sense. I don't know why at value. Um, and then there's some that I think are really clever. Um, but, you know, if domain names are an address, and so, like, the, your, your address, your home address, your business address, doesn't make sense unless everybody else understands the addressing system. So until there's more awareness, I think that as an aftermarket, um, I think it's tough, you know. Um, but, you know, uh, when people were registering dot-com domains in 93, 94, 95, there was no value, there was no liquidity, there was no way to monetize them. And anybody, anybody you told, oh, I just bought all these domain names, they looked at you like you have two heads and why would you waste your money? So maybe that's going to happen. I, I, I think um, you know, personally that um, you know, yeah, I, I, the conversation I, I, shouldn't be like dot com versus you know. Right. It's, it's, a, it's, 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 it's a different, it's a different animal. I, I, I sold the, the highest value new GTLD. I sold. It was an acquisition for somebody with new dot earth, and uh, I sold it for eighteen grand. Unusual. I wouldn't have picked it at that price. Um, and then, and then uh, James and I we sold uh, a bunch of dot lines, but you know, a few hundred bucks each, five dollars. I could be wrong, but I think CEO has actually sold five over one hundred thousand. And um, I can't remember which ones we're allowed to talk about, which ones we're not. But I think one I can speak about is uh, what mentioned was. Uh, Online dot casino or casino dot online. Yeah. One of those two for about two hundred and two thousand. And there were a few other ones that you know a lot of them can't announce. So I'll just go with that one. I think there were five in total. 
when, when I've reached out to people, I would agree with Drew and what we're saying here, that it still is early. I, I tried reaching out three years ago, and it was definitely still is very early. But there are each extension, most of the extensions will have perhaps five, perhaps 15 that are really good and make sense. Um, and they can sell for a reasonable amount. But most of them are going for you know, just very low, very, very low prices. And if they don't sell enough of them, they don't get the renewal income each year, they'll fold. And a few have. Mark, how do you determine the value of a name? <coughs> Say you're going to broker a name, you, you take a look at the market, you take a look at the comps. What do you do? How do you put a number on it? Well, I, I uh, specialize more so in the dot coms, and I you know, haven't had as much experience as the four veterans to my left. Um, so as far as the new GTLDs, haven't had much success, a few of the .nets, .orgs. But in valuing a domain asset, you know, there's a lot of variables. Look at the keyword, um, uh, the cost per click, and it depends on the category, or the industry or vertical. So, you know, I, I like the, the category killers, like, you know, the, the ones that can have, you know, a lot of impact on that given industry vertical. Don't we all? Yeah. But that doesn't mean that's what we own. Excuse me? That doesn't mean that's what we have to sell. Well, you know, but we can, as brokers, we can also cherry pick or focus on the names that you're passionate about, believe it. And, you know, the yeah, seven figure sales. Of course. The seven figure sales take you know, a little more time to mature into develop strategy and maybe get the financing behind. I think that's, that's one of the reasons why I was invited here is to speak more towards the bulk of names. There's a lot of one word .coms, really valuable names. Even there's some valuable GTLDs we've sold a bunch over the last year. Um, but most of them sell, most of the names sell 5,000 and under range. And if you have a decent sized portfolio, you're talking about bulk valuation of those trying to, to pick through the 50 or 100,000 names that are coming out this week and expiring and try and narrow that down. So how do you value in bulk? And, and that's one, one of the reasons why we think the, uh, the tool that we have is useful as a tool for appraising names because it gives you some more data points that you can pull when you try and look at those names because you can spend a lot more time on a name that's a one-word name and do a lot more research, but if you're trying to sit through 50,000 names that are expiring, you have a limited amount of time before you have to decide to place your bid. How do you go through those names in bulk? And um, I think that's one use that we have as far as investors to, to utilize it. But you know, it's really the bulk of the names are, are in that ballpark, and it's it's something that uh, you're not going to get Dave and, and um, Andrew on the phone to talk to you for a half an hour about your name. It's worth three thousand dollars. They just don't have the time. You know, so it, it's really um, I don't know. Get them on the phone. Yeah. Well, you might be able to, but I mean, it just in general. Every time I get, get that phone call about three thousand dollars on me, I get Andrew's number. Yeah, <laughs> he's not lying. I literally get phone call a day. Oh, Dave told me to contact you. <laughs> he's, he pays me for that. So I, I agree, Joe. The lower end ones, you have many, many more data points. The economical. Oh, sorry, economical. Excuse me. And you know, when it, I know that about thirty percent of the folks here at this conference are new. I just want to point a couple things out about valuation. Uh, Domain name valuation is highly subjective. It's not scientific like, uh, say, physical real estate. With physical real estate, you might have a block street with 
10 townhomes and this public sales data available every time they turn over. The townhomes are roughly the same size. One might have a third garage, one might have, two might have um, updated kitchens. When, the, when you see those, those houses and the prices, you know within like 5% what it's gonna sell for. And there's good comps. There really are not a lot of comps. It's getting better, but there aren't not a lot of comps in the domain space, particularly for the higher end. And even when there are comp comparable sales, the sales may have occurred years ago, or the data is not public, price is not public. So when someone calls and wants, or you know, uh, wants to discuss selling a name, buying a name, they want to talk about valuation. Um, you know, I would start with with um, looking at whether or not there is at least one R, more than one comp that's kind of reasonable. You know, the dot com with plural versus singular, a dot net, same name, you know, there's some relationships there. Um, I would try to take a look at the, uh, the industry that is going to the commerce potential, um, what I think recent sales have gone for. But then, even if I have a good handle on it, sometimes a broker might talk to another broker off the record, you know, what do you think, you know, as a, as a favor. But even if you have uh, uh, tight, a tight range from five or six brokers, which is usually not even the case, then you have another problem. You have the, the motive, the degree to which a seller or a buyer is motivated. The seller is really, really motivated. You know, he or she might sell really cheap because he or she needs some money. A buyer, there's only one way to say, pick a name, I don't know, cups.com. It's different than cups.net or cup.com, you know, so the cups. So if the buyer wants that name, they're really, really motivated, they, and they have a lot of money, they might spend a lot more than any of us might have thought it was worth. So it's highly judgmental. I, I giggle, excuse me, I, I just laugh here, giggling because I actually have the exclusive of cups.com. I know, I, I know, I owe you a favor. You're selling it right now? Actually, yeah. Anybody want to place a bid on cups.com? Uh, That's your chance. Uh, What's your bid? $1. We have a current offer of 75000 You need to beat or beat that. That's your chance. So, just to give my thoughts on like, high level thinking about domain value, um, so two points that I would make. One is ultimately, in my opinion, domain value comes down to using commerce and using culture. And if you can find ways to measure a keyword or an acronym using commerce and using culture, then I think there is actually a scientific or data-driven approach to evaluating what is that name work. Um, the qualifier to that, and my second point, is that um, there's two different, there's actually three, but let's just say there's two different markets for domain names. And one is when the buyer comes to you, so in Dave's example of cups.com, if you've got this buyer, he's got a big budget, and you know, there's only one way to say cups.com, and he wants it, then it's only about you know, how, you know, how bold is the, uh, the seller, and uh, you know, the, the negotiation strategy, et cetera, but you know, um, all bets are off. Um, but in a proactive sale, um, in my case at least, I generally find myself having to really justify the price. How do I show this buyer um, how this will correlate to you know, cheaper customer acquisitions, 
um, which customer acquisition cost is far and away, um, other than some of the defensive strategies like, like email bleeding and traffic bleeding, but, but from an offensive strategy, um, customer acquisition cost is by far the most effective. Define bleeding or leakage for um, So, uh, I don't know, we just sold um, Firefly.com. We sold it to Firefly Aerospace, and you know their uh, argument to us was, um, well, look, obviously we'd love to own Firefly.com. The guy was really cool. He was, um, you know, uh, he, he really got domains and he, he liked domains, but he said, look, we're not a consumer company. I, I'm never going to be selling, you know, uh, rocket ships to consumers. And so I don't really know yeah. how I can justify, even though I would love to own Firefly.com, I'd love to buy that name, I can't justify the price because, you know, it, there's no ROI for me. It's purely like a, you know, a, 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 a aesthetic thing or, or ego or whatever you want to say, vanity. Um, and then I came back and I said, no, but you're looking at it wrong. So, you know, who are your customers? Like, the people sending satellites into space are, you know, Department of Defense and major corporations like Google and, and uh, people, you know, telecommunications companies who, who need to put rockets, uh, satellites into space. And um, those emails are really sensitive, right? You know, uh, they can go to jail for not mishandling uh, Department of Defense emails. So um, we created a catch-all email address, and I said, you know, I just said to him, like, I bet I'm getting your emails. He was like, nah, nah, you know. People have me in their contacts and they send an email. I said, no, guarantee you that's not right. And so we set up a catch-all email address and like within a couple of days, he was like, okay, hey, look, you've got emails from your customers, you've got an email from your wealth manager, you got you know, emails from internal employees, emailing other internal employees, but still getting the domain wrong. And it was like, you know, it's, Oh, okay, yeah, I get it. So let's, you know, let's negotiate. Um, so yeah, that's email bleeding. Um, so if you have a generic, it's term, I didn't realize I was kind of back, back to the rest of the room. Um, if you've got a generic .com domain name, um, generally speaking, a one word, um, and there's a lot of companies that have that domain with a prefix or a suffix, very popular now in the startup world to say, you know, I don't know, say, uh, I don't know, balloons.com, well, or balloon.com, right? So then you've got somebody who doesn't want to spend the money to get balloon.com, or they don't have the money yet, so they get getballoon.com, or goballoon.com, or uh, balloonapp.com, you know, whatever. And, um, or balloon.app. But yet, they're out in the market, uh, all of their advertising and branding is on Balloon, not Balloon app or Get Balloons. You know, maybe that's the URL at the bottom of the small print, but their branding and their messaging is about Balloon. And unless you have Balloon.com, you don't own your brand. Right? You know, particularly if you operate online, you don't own your brand, and, and people don't get that. Um, and so you have traffic going to the Balloon.com, and that's not as important today because you know if I go to balloon.com and I didn't find what I'm looking for, so you go to Google and I'll find it. But it still has value because, you know, people don't always click three, four, five times. Most people, after they've clicked once, they don't find what they're looking for, they move on. So it has value, um, but maybe to a little bit lesser extent than it used to. 
Um, but the email thing is really valuable. Um, and it's one of the most successful sales tactics that we have in explaining why companies should buy these names. You are losing emails. It's unequivocal. Um, any the other advantage, advantage of setting up catch-all email boxes is you'll find potential buyers. You'll get an email yep. or a company and you didn't realize that there's a company out there with whatever your keyword is with a mine in front of it or your yep. or whatever. Right? I have I found that many times. And, and I would that's a great point. And uh, further to that, like Almost without fail, I would say in every case where I've set up a catch-all email address and I started tracking the emails, the company, uh, the, 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 you know, oftentimes there'll be multiple companies that you're getting emails occasionally from, but the, the company that you're receiving the most um, mistaken emails from <coughs> is generally going to be your buyer. Almost internal, internal emails, right? Uh, so particularly with with internals because that really means that there's a problem. Um, but just in general, like whichever company you're getting the largest volume of emails from, uh, or, or was intended for, it's going to be your buyer. Um, you know, because it kind of just shows the size of them, shows growth. Um, the other variable out there is is not just the the my or the, some other word attached to it, and people screwing it up, but an alternate extension. So if you have a .com, you're going to get emails with the .net. .io and then .co and whatever else out there. And you may not realize it. I mean, I get I get emails for companies that's like New Zealand, you know, or, or South Africa. Yeah. And, you know, I never even thought to look. I, mean, I get them in foreign languages. The worst the worst one is, 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 that we've got is flawless.com, and apparently flawless is like a female facial hair remover, and so we get literally voicemails. You say like you didn't know. Well, I'll, I know every single thing about the female facial hair removal industry today, actually. Um, but we get daily voicemails and emails of people who are not happy with their uh, facial hair situation. Yeah, legit. Do you take the calls? Do you take the calls? Uh, I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't call back a few of these people. I've got the perfect idea. <laughs> so does anyone want to talk about their uh, um, views on their female facial here? <laughs> That's how we're transitioning. Um, let's, let's do, there's some seats for the, all your wallflowers. So there's some seats up front and then over here on the side. If you don't want to stand. But if you, Amara wants to stand. That's fine. You stay. Um, let's, let's appraise some of your names. Anybody want an expert opinion? Not for me. I don't have any expert opinions. There's a hand. I think this hand went up first. But, sorry, Mike's over here. Mine went up first. Well, let, let's take this one. We have Mike here, and then we'll come back to you. Oh, thank you. This one is for Drew.
the weed bowl. And so anybody who smokes weed would probably never say weed bowl. It's a bowl. So I, I don't know. I just don't. And, and so even forget about that. Like, like let's say that um, I said, you know what? It's a reasonable demand. Um, I would particularly not like it just because, like, what's your upside? So I don't know. Hey, it's not you know that important. But um, soon you paid sixty nine dollars for it, right? Yes. Okay. So um, that's a good thing. Um, but if you, you, you're going to carry that name, so you're going to just keep putting nine bucks a year into the name and, you know, um, what's your upside? Like, like the guy, the end user on that name is a, you know, a smoke shop, or is going to open up a little smoke shop or mine. Um, but if it was a serious business, he'd be going after a much bigger name. So, you know, how much money is that guy going to spend on the name, whether it's weebull.com or, you know, whatever other name? Maybe a thousand bucks, maybe. So it's like you're gonna carry that name. Maybe you've got fifty bucks into it, nine bucks a year. Carry that name for five years. Then you're hundred bucks into it, and um, you know there's a one percent probability you're gonna sell it for five hundred bucks. So I think there's better places to put your money. Okay. You know. Leafexchange.com. But I think we promised this oh, gentleman. Yeah. We did. There were, there were promises yeah, that yeah. were made. Right. <laughs> I, I love the domain name. I feel that the domain registrar companies would love to have. They got a parkitfree.com. Let's get your light. Thank you. Park it free. What, what's the name? Parkitfree.com. 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 Park it free. <laughs> How much did you pay for that one? I think I just about a 78 years ago. Well, first of all, three words. Yes. No point. <laughs> no point. Yeah, I mean, once you get beyond two words, the, the, the value drops off pretty significantly. Unless, of course, there's like very substantial um, commercial value, like for example, right. carinsurancequotes.com is an extremely valuable name, even though it's long, it's three words. Um, but you've got something like 175,000 people a month searching for car insurance quotes to Google, and you've got advertisers paying $75 to $150 for each of those people who click. Um, and so it's got high commercialization and tremendous value. Um, park it Park it free, no search volume for that. And so um, it could be a clever catchphrase for, for a marketing campaign. But again, it comes back to what I was telling this gentleman, like, where, what's your upside? So park it free, there's probably, you know, I'm tired to think about all the alternatives, but like, there's probably a few different alternatives for that. Like park so, free. Park free, yeah. Free but also your total address Park free here, what about? You know, your, your, your total addressable market, your TAM, is yeah. very small, right? It's this room, right? It's, 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 it's just domainers that, so domain investors. Anybody else would think that it's car parking, right? Because you, you park cars. You don't park domains because what's a domain, right? The rest of the world doesn't know what that means. No, I'm saying that, okay, if you leave it out with the parking only, not a domain industry of parking, if you're searching parking anywhere, you just 
apps as an app, would you say, where are the park are free? I mean, hey, you know, right away you got a direction on your map that, uh, oh, that place is you can park it free. This, I'm going to give you a super, super easy rule of thumb, and this is super important for everybody. If you have to explain to me why your domain is valuable, your domain is not valuable. Just period. Like, and and I, I mean that with zero offense, and I, I honestly like take it to heart. I agree with that. The moment you have to explain why your domain is valuable, what well, could possibly be yeah. yeah. you, You've also got you know a panel of experts that are looking for the value and know how to extract the value from names, and, and we don't. And another rule, another rule, it's not quite as broad as that, which I definitely agree with. People get on the phone and start telling me why, all the reasons why it's a great domain. Um, I start to think there's problems with the domain. But um, the word free, you said park it free. So you usually can't, there are some good domains with the word free in it, but not that many. You usually can't make money when you're talking about something for free. So it's, um, Great. Yeah. Great so, and plus the Thank you. Well, I think he's talking about car parking. Car parking? I think so. No, that's why you know, I don't want to explain the game. The guy just say explain the domain is make a difference. But it can be used. Suppose that domain is just try company take over my name, park it free. They take a domain and park it free, but they could generate revenue on a pay for a click. It can be happen, right? Millions of domains are sitting not parked anywhere. They are lost. They're all parked. Whether they know it or not. <laughs> yeah. okay. Go ahead, Scott. Thank you. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think that this brings up a, a good underlying question, which is how do you really explain value to people on domains? And I think it's one of the biggest things that I've seen from uh, leading different teams where we're buying some names for people. Um, one person at the company might get it. Maybe it's a small business. Maybe they have to explain it to their spouse. Maybe it's somebody that has to explain it to the board. Um, having an appraisal is a really important thing as you try and sell to give that to the buyer as well. Because then, it, especially if you give them some data points around that, it gives them some ammunition and an easy way to explain value to other people. Uh, nobody really wants to look stupid, right? I don't want to look stupid in front of my wife. Um, it happens. I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to avert. Should have got married. So, if I can go and present a real business case or a reason why this game is worth what it's worth and show some data points, that really helps in the sale. Other questions? Yeah. Got the mic over there. Hi, Brendan with Virtual Domain. Since we're in Vegas and we were mentioning uh, the new TLDs about uh, Virtual Casino. Virtual Doc Casino. I like it. I like it. Um, I think you might get you might get seventy five or, or hundred maybe. If it was virtualcasino.com, it would be worth a lot of money. It's a virtual dot casino. Virtualcasino.com, I believe, is actually a, a pretty good site now. So um, I, I see the value. There's a lot of activity now in certain places around the world, like Gibraltar. A lot of purchases of casino names this week, last week. A lot of them going for, um, I'm aware of several for six figures, I believe one for seven figures even recently. Yes, it's just a roll. Sorry, do you have any thoughts? Um, 
I, I have a really hard time assigning a value to, uh, to, to the new GTLDs because it just doesn't fit into my, my framework. Um, no, you know, so I actually am not a believer in comps. I, I, pretty similar to what Dave said, like, you know, you can sort of lean on some names and say, okay, it's in the same ballpark, but each name, uh, the reason why this is a very profitable business, if you know how to identify what a good name is and what it could be worth, is um, because each name is really, really, truly unique. Um, I, I really don't believe in comps at all, um, and I, yeah, I'm pretty adamant with that. You know, a lot of people come in saying, "Oh, but you know, this domain only sold for that." You know, yeah. So what? Did that domain? Uh, you know, there was nobody who had that name. It was 50 people. Who, uh, you know, who share this name? This name has 2,000 trademarks. This one has 11. Um, you know, every name is unique, and, and the circumstances are unique. And um, one of the things that's really, really important in this business that's ignored is timing. So I think timing is actually the most important factor in pricing. Period. Um, because the right place, the right time, the right buyer. You know, you can have the worst name on earth, but that's the name they want. You're gonna get money for it. Um, Timing is, is critical. Um, so yeah, virtual net domains. I mean, uh, uh, virtual net casino. The right buyer. So so so. Okay. So you have Dave saying it's worth seventy five. Agree with that. If you've got you know the virtual casino.com comes in, and they're like, we want to buy this domain defensively, or we're going to do something with it. It's probably a fair price. I, I, you know, but um, I'd be reluctant to say like, oh, I think your name's worth this because. Today, the reality is, is that name is not liquid. So we can sit there and talk about what we think it could be worth, but if you say, uh, you know, I got a car payment to make, well, how much can I sell this to me for? You're not going to get much. You know, there might be somebody in the room give you a couple grand. You know, maybe I'm talking out of turn here, and I, I'm not that in tune with the with the aftermarket for utilities. But I don't think you get. Much you wouldn't get much relative to what the retail value could be at the right place, the right time, the right buyer. Um, you know, one thing is that's critical is timing. Casino names right now are as hot as they've ever been. So if you asked that question a year ago to me, I would not be confident. Uh, well, I would not be thinking you could get fifty to seventy-five. I probably wouldn't even know about all the sales in Gibraltar because there weren't that many. I probably went to look at virtualcasino.com because I haven't been focused on them. And also, I did mention that we sold, I don't remember, casino online, casino.online or online casino for 202. We've had a lot of interest. So timing is really important on this one, I mean, in general. All right, where's the mic? It's in the back. So, why you'd want to use the appraisal tool because there's a ton of names that 
people come and ask me about, and like Drew said, you need to go research it because there's reasons why some names um, might sell for more than you would think. And the tool looks at all these different data points behind the scenes, and it looks at not only other keywords and, and comps, but it looks at uh, length and TLD and other things that have been selling. It looks at trends. Um, yeah, we, we update every quarter, so we're looking at trends and seeing things, um, and we have millions of names that we're pulling from that are selling. So that, if the appraisal says, hey, this is worth money, it doesn't necessarily mean um, that it's a great name, but maybe it's something you should go check out. One of the good things that I think um, you can use our bulk appraisal tool for, so you can throw those expired names into our bulk appraisal tool, and you can get that at the uh, booth of the token for that, is that it gives not only a quantitative score, but a qualitative score. We have a lot of data points behind the scenes that we don't expose, and um, we exposed a bit more with bulk appraisal, so you can see what do we think this would sell for in an expired auction, that's a wholesale price, what do we think most people would list this name for, and what do we think it would actually sell for, uh, for resale. And then we also have a quality of score, which is what's the percentage of likelihood that we think this would sell within a year at the expired auction, at 500 bucks, and at the list price. So. That way you can kind of see, okay, this name might say it's worth $4,000, we think that's a fair price, but it's got less than a 1% chance of selling within a year at that price. Um, that gives you a little bit more quality, and then you can look at some other ones. Okay, this one's also 4,000, but it's a 5% chance of selling within a year, and this one's a 10% chance of selling in a year. Let me start to narrow it down now. So just a, a number by itself, um, doesn't expose all the data that we're looking at, but it is a good place for you to, to start to try and narrow things down. If our tool comes back and says it's worth $30, maybe that's one you want to skip over and spend your, your time on the 50,000 names you're looking for for the ones that are top value. But if it's a name that you could buy for $30 and the go to it says it's worth 10,000 and you don't understand why, it tells you that you're missing something, right? It's maybe some industry jargon that you didn't know about and you can dig a little so, go ahead. Um, I'll be quick. So, I'm very excited. CEDO is part of a very large corporation. You look excited. CEDO is part of a very large corporation. Uh, one, of our, one of our sister companies is here, Internet X, and sharing a booth. They, they, they have right now in beta, and was presented to both bloggers yesterday and in the session at 3.30, a pricing tool that is it's really a valuation tool. It's called PC.Domains. It's in beta, it will be ready at the end of March. And um, it learns every day where they're using neural networks and they're starting with a couple million pricing points and they pull in similar, you know, they pull in backlinks and Google Analytics and statistics and um, we're very excited about it. If you go to the booth, they'll give you a demonstration and uh, you'll be hearing a lot more about it. I mean, it's, it'll be interesting to compare the two on a name, you know, chances are they'll never have the same exact number for any name, but uh, you know, it's artificial intelligence and uh, uh, some of you may have seen the presentation. So we're not gonna get into that today, but it's coming, so we'll have two of them. Can you answer my second question? What's medical marijuana magazine.com or? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, just back to the first question for one second. I think a lot of those names that you're seeing that are like, Whatever, blah 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 xyz one two three dot org and it sold for like seven thousand dollars and you're like um, it's because of backlinks so a lot of the, a lot of those I would say the majority of those 
names that make no sense why did that name sell. It's because it used to be a website and had a bunch of backlinks, and those backlinks have value for SEO. And so you have webmasters, you have SEO agencies, and you have all sorts of folks so who are right. particularly interested in names which have a lot of backlink profile, and um, they utilize them for getting other websites they own to rank, or websites that clients own to rank better in Google. So it's primarily about backlinks on those names and not the name itself, and that's a completely other world that's like a different dimension of domains. And it's got nothing to do with the value of the name itself. It's not an inherent value. It's a, it's a, a value that's been created by somebody that owned that domain earlier, and it's carried over. It probably has an expiration life, a short shelf life, but that's why it's so flat. That makes sense. Oh, sorry, we finished. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say medical marijuana. The medical marijuana magazine.com. So, um, you know, again, same thing. So, it's got value. No question about it. The, the, the name has value. Um, especially, you know, uh, I say, uh, I, I don't say it, a lot of people say it, but a rising tide lifts all boats. Um, this is the fastest growing industry on the planet. Uh, the likelihood that there's somebody out there that wants to launch a website called medicalmarijuanamagazine.com is pretty good, especially over the next three to five years. Um, probably get a couple thousand dollars for it. You know, when, when that buyer comes knocking on your door. If you called me, I mean, and said, well, how much can I go out and sell this for now? Um, I'm gonna tell you something similar to what I told him. It's, it, it's not gonna have a lot of liquid value. You know that I go to aftermarket, probably three, four bucks. Um, maybe less, uh, maybe more, but not much, four, three figures, maybe very low, four max. Um, and so, um, not a lot of liquid value, probably uh, low to mid four figures um, when that buyer comes knocking on your door. Hard to get it beyond that because unless somebody's really committed to that name, there's too many alternatives. Um, medical, you know, MMJ magazine. MedicalMarijuanaMag.com, which most of digital publications, by the way, are something, something mag and not magazine. Um, so, you know, they, these are the things Three words. Three yeah. words to increase the value. Yeah. Yeah, my, my, my name is Robert Robinson from Global Registry Services, which is in Gibraltar, but we weren't involved in those sales. And this is a question I'm not sure I want Drew to opine on this. Oh, thank you. See, the audience is telling me to show up. Okay, just tell me. So, the two I'd just like to get your view on is SF, as in San Francisco, dot men, and marine dot science. And you don't want to view views from Andrew. He hates so what oh, that's not true at all. I, I, many people think I hate new GTLDs. We own a bunch of new GTLDs. Um, I I like new GTLDs, but I like very specific yeah. names. So I don't like any particular stream. I like oh that name makes sense. Marine dot science. That name makes sense. I think so the organization is. A, a, they, they both make sense. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. But the problem is you're gonna you're gonna have a tough time doing outbound unless there's a uh, the, the dot com owner wants it or there's a company with a, a similar name. Other than that, it's tough doing outbound. Um, but certainly, if you get an inbound, inbound request, right, that's that's possible. And, and they're they're both short and 
they both make sense. And I think that's that's the value, um, it's the value proposition of the new G's that .com and Netcorp don't really have, right? Because they're not descriptive. .com doesn't seem it used to mean commerce. Of course, it doesn't matter. Um, but dot men tells a story, right? Dot green tells a story. What story is it telling? <laughs> <laughs> Can we do the one? Yeah. I agree with what, what they just said, both of them. But if I were trying to come up with some guidance for you in terms of what it may be worth, I don't know that I come up with the number. But what I would do is um, I would look at other. There have been a lot of sales of. Geographic domains with .coms like sfmen.com or Los Angeles Doctors.com. He's got tons of legal.coms, um, and maybe you'd be able to glean some kind of trend there. Um, one of the things, and this is not meant to be a commercial for this PC .domains. Um, Certainly sounds like it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you can actually. Well, what I like, one thing I like about it, you can break you can break it break it into two keywords. So. San Francisco, SF, separate from men, get indicators there, put them together, get comparables. But um, I would, I would also look at men, not men sales. Have there been any? How high have there been? You know, and come up with some number. But it's really not going to be a lot of money. The other one was marine what? Marine not science. Marine not science. science. Yeah, that's probably going to be worth less because I mean, there's a lot of men. You know, that's science. science. No science. Unfortunately, that's true today, but not in this room. No. We know that our government doesn't believe science. science. Science, you know, names with men or women, you know, they go for a lot of money usually, um, especially for like men.com, women.com. But science names don't go for a lot of money. You know, they're generally dot orgs. It's just not commercial. Okay, thank you. Um, and I think that we get this number and waiting a long time to ask. Okay. All right, so, uh, where, mic up front? All right, two, first of all, I mentioned before the leapexchange.com, I thought it was interesting, and then uh, watching.com. Uh, so I really like leapexchange. Um, I think that's, that's a, like, so, is your time is where if you say, I got a car payment tomorrow, what can I sell it for right now in this room? Probably not a lot. Um, I'd probably give you a grand for it. Um, but when the right end user comes knocking on your door, uh, Leaf Exchange sells for a good price, you know, because that, that's, that's an end that somebody has made a determinative decision. This is my brand. Um, it's not uber generic where, you know, take and shift. It's, it's, this is brand. So um, Leaf Exchange, I think, uh, you know, I would. Those in my portfolio, somebody was knocking, I'd be pricing at it probably 25, 35, and I'd be looking for a sale at 15 plus. Um, I think 25 is a real fair price for that name. I think, you know, um, you know, you gotta look at what, who's the buyer? Who's the buyer and, and what, how much value are they gonna extract out of it? And that's gonna be a pretty good indicator of what you can get, right? So, um, so a little, little data, so the dot net is taken, Everything else is available. Um, uh, GoDaddy has it valued at $2,200, and the chance of it selling in a year is about 10%. Um, but there's also a dot exchange, right? So that's 10%. So if it was priced at 2200 but buy it now on Afternake or GoDaddy, then the probability is 10% that it would sell at that buy it now price. So it's 
So yeah. it, that, that's a pretty good probability, I would say. But yeah. one in ten, that that sells. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a good name. Um, one of the things that people can bring up over and over, which I think is a really important point um, at, at any level, I do a lot of uh, high-level high buying for, for companies and, and um, people that, that need to acquire business names. So one of the things that they're looking for is alternatives. If there's other good alternatives that are out there, uh, your sale price is a lot lower. Not only because uh, there's not a lot of other people thinking along the same lines as you, which I think is a problem. You know, it's something you should look at when you're trying to evaluate a name, something our tool looks at. How many other, the TLDs are registered is because how many other companies thought about this? Doesn't mean it's, marijuana is definitely up and coming. I would see some of these names being registered shortly, probably, especially if people are watching this. Um, but I, I think that, you know, that's not always an indicator, but it is an important thing to look at. The other TLDs, how, how popular is it? If I'm a company, what alternatives do I have? What things are similar? Um, if there's less and less alternatives and there's a lot of other people that are using that and you can get that one key name, then the value goes up exponentially. Very true. So we only have one minute, so if we could do a real, real quickly. So two real quick, discountinsurance.com and lovestory.com. So discountinsurance.com, I, I, that's the name I want to know what the search volume was. So without knowing the search volume, uh, hard to say. My, my gut says, I don't know, probably uh, low five figures. Um, that's, that's, I, would, I, would, I would agree. Lovestory.com, great brand. I mean, Lovestory.com is a phenomenal brand. I don't know about trademark problems. Um, there's the movie Love Story, yeah, but um, great brand. Uh, you know, uh, 75 to 150, maybe even, you know, that's probably a range I'm comfortable saying. Um, uh, to give you a comp, I own loveletter.com and I get inquiries on it fairly regularly. I sold it to you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so insurance is very, very, the insurance alone is very, very, very strong. And discount is, is pretty good. When you put them together, I'd agree, I'd have to see the volume, but I, I'd see it around 25. Love story, if there are no trademark issues, um, I could see it going to low six figures. Okay, and where's the link? Oh, there New Orleans Casino .com. Casino names have been strong for a long time. I've never been a huge fan of geographical specific names, even the lawyer and the doctor and all that stuff. I mean, there's a lot of people making a lot of money on those. It's just never been my cup of tea. Um, uh, I, I have, I don't know, I, I honestly don't know, I, I think gambling is kind of the thing. It is, I mean, I have a question about it. I would have a question for the seller. There is a big casino right outside the French Quarter. I haven't been there in a few years, maybe there's more than one. Where did one? There are, okay. And are they still opening up? Probably. Uh, I, I, I'd say five grand, maybe, maybe a little bit more. You, you can also develop it, right, and and, and do some lead gen on it, or do hotel bookings and that sort of thing, and, and just sell it to the casino as an option if you want to develop. Yeah. Cities dot best. Cities dot best. Cities. Best. Cities dot 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 best. C
Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Except they're, they're reversed. So just like Dave can't remember if it was online casino or casino online. I mean, admittedly, he is the oldest person on the stage. He's very, and he points out every year. He's very, very, he's very, very old. Very old. Ninety-six. He, he actually, he actually died ten minutes ago. So. <laughs> Uh, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> Just one more.